Welcome to the Akeen Mind Podcast. I'm Jude Johnson, and we all struggle with stress and feel overwhelmed when we can't keep up with life's demands. I teach mindfulness to reduce stress so people can find more joy and peace in life. Well, before I begin uh, the talk about mindfulness and grief, um, I want to invite you to stop for a moment. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast and you're driving, um, please don't follow along. Keep your eyes open. But um, if you're just listening in and you're in a place where you can allow your eyes to close, please do that. And just begin to follow your breath. Just really sense and feel your breath flowing in and out. And if you wish, you can really deepen the breath so you can feel the full sensations of breathing in and out. Watching the body fill with aliveness and then watching the body let go of the breath. And as you breathe, you can just gently allow the breath to return to a natural rhythm and flow. As you begin to observe your experience, moment to moment. You might notice your breath. You might notice thoughts that are coming and going. You may even notice emotions or physical sensations that arise. Remembering that there is no right or wrong experience. We're just observing. Seeing if we can mentally note what's going on. Seeing if we can be curious about our experience. Curious about where our attention is going. Especially when it doesn't want to be with the breath. Where does the mind go? Sitting back, observing, watching. Just as we can watch the clouds come and go in the sky, we can also watch our thoughts, our experiences, and just let them come and go without trying to push or pull or making anything special happen. Just observing, being present. I invite you now to come back to the breath one more time, just sensing it flow in and out. Remaining present. When you're ready, you can gently allow your eyes to reopen. And as we proceed forward moment to moment, the invitation now is just for you to remain present. To remain present for the talk that is going to follow as well as the guided meditation. 
I want to start off um, by talking about grief because we all face grief when we lose somebody that we love, but we also face grief over the changes that occur in our life. I mean, some people uh, right now are getting ready to send their kids back to school. Uh, you know, there might be some grief and a sense of loss over some of the, the younger years going by. But then there are those who are also in the midst of the younger years, the toddler phase or even the baby phase, and maybe they're hoping to get to the next stage and kind of rush things along and maybe having a sense of grief over the life that they used to have prior to having kids, when they had more time for themselves. But we experience grief over changes, but it's one of the only constants that we can really rely on in life is that things will continue to change. Um, experiences will come, experiences will go. Um, you know, I had mentioned on a previous show that my son Henry was having a hard time letting go of his preschool and moving on into kindergarten and how hard it is to say goodbye to the people that he knows so well. And, uh, you know, I think we can easily take this for, for granted and say, well, you know, life moves on and life changes. And yes, that's true. And it's also important for us to be able to acknowledge those things and to say those things out loud. A lot of times we're taught that we should keep in our feelings and not express what's really going on. And it's really helpful to acknowledge what's going on. Um, just last week, uh, my uncle Rosby died. Um, and he was the best man at my parents' wedding. Um, and he really served a special role in our family. Um, and I've shared this on another podcast um, before a little bit more about my own story and what happened with my dad uh, in his younger years is that uh, he was adopted into a family where his father was very physically, mentally abusive to him as well as my Uncle Charlie, who was his younger brother. And, you know, you hear stories that people tell you in your family about the roles that different people played in their life. Um, you know, I heard stories about my Uncle Rosby kind of being a protector of my dad and my Uncle Charlie because he dated uh, my Aunt Margie, who is my, my dad and Uncle Charlie's sister. Um, so he would come there and he was kind of a protector. He, you know, en encouraged uh, Mr. Johnson, who is my grandfather, to not be so harsh, not be so critical. And one of the ways that my dad was telling me that he protected him and his brother was that when he would go out on dates with my Aunt Margie, he would invite them to come along. They would, you know, go out to eat, go to the park, go to different places so that they would really have some sense of refuge in those difficult times. Um, so it's good to hear those stories and to, to piece things together and to uh, see the different roles that people play. And it's really important to express those feelings. So if we have grief, if we have loss, which we all do, it's important to let those things out. So 
you know, if someone out there is listening to this and, and you're dealing with loss, you know, seek out some people in your life who are supportive, who will listen to you that you can talk to. If uh, you don't have somebody that you can talk to, um, or that it just seems to be beyond the scope of talking to friends and family, then I would encourage you to seek out some kind of professional counseling or, or help um, to kind of work through those stages of grief that we all go through, which if, you know, people talk about the five stages of grief, but generally what happens to us is that we think about the past and how it used to be, uh, we think about how it is right now that we don't have that loved one. And then we also think in the future about how it will be now that they're not with us any longer. But mindfulness can really be a, a big support in the midst of difficult emotions, sadness, grief, loss. It can give us a sense of balance, something that we can anchor to in those times of difficulty because the the directions are pretty simple is that whatever's coming up with thoughts emotions all of this the invitation is to watch it observe it not to judge it not to think that you know we're bad that we're having the thoughts and feelings that we are that we should feel a different way or we should be able to get over it more quickly or whatever it is whatever story we might be making up about what's going on and another way to really use mindfulness is to journal is to simply write down all of the thoughts and the feelings that you're having about this loss um, to just let it flow out um, unfiltered. Don't worry about editing or grammar or any of those things. Just say what's really in the heart. And many times that's a scary thing for us to do because it's painful to let out some of these feelings. But often after we do, there's a release. And, you know, if we can go to that place, it's helpful. Now, if you can't go to that place and it's too difficult, then you seek out support. You do something to distract yourself for a while. But I think in, in the end, we benefit by coming back, even if it's just like wading into a pool. Maybe you can only just put your toe in the water at first. But with practice and coming back to face some of the feelings and difficulties, we can go deeper. We can let out even more. And if we're holding ourselves with some level of compassion through this, that can make all the difference in how we're responding to the stress and the feelings, giving ourselves permission to be really exactly as we are. And um, after the close of the guided meditation, I am going to read a poem by John O'Donohue about loss. Um, so... As we begin the meditation, um, I want to invite you just to take a place that is comfortable for you, yet alert and awake. Uh, we can easily fall asleep sometimes during meditation, so um, I'd invite you just to take a wakeful presence during this time. And if it makes sense to you, allow the eyes to close. If you keep them open, just pick a focal point so that you're not taking in unnecessary information. And we'll just begin by noticing the body, sitting here, lying here, however it is, noticing the surface beneath you, 
and just allowing gravity to act on the body. Notice where it's connected to the surface, letting the body be just as it is. Seeing if you can remain curious to what the body senses and feels. Often we're in the mind with thinking, observing, noting different things in the mind. See if you can just be present in the body, letting it be. And then gently shifting awareness now to breathing. Just sense and feel the breath flowing in and out. Seeing if you can be aware of the full in-breath and the full out-breath as you're present. Notice the soft touch of the breath, the coolness as you breathe in, the warmth as you breathe out. Is it possible to be curious about the breath, about the rhythm, the flow? Notice when the mind doesn't want to stay with the breath, where does it go? Be curious about this. Are you pulled to thoughts about the future, the past? images come to mind. Just remember there's no right or wrong place for the mind to be going while we're meditating with the breath. This is a natural occurrence and we're just going to sit back and observe. Our intention is to really stay with the breath, but when it doesn't want to be here, we're not resistant to where it goes. We have curiosity. We notice. And again and again, we invite ourselves to come back to this moment, this breath, this body breathing in and out. You're invited now to shift awareness to your intention, what really has brought you here to listen and practice meditation. Perhaps you are looking for more peace of mind, to have less stress, to feel happy, to feel healthy, confident, strong. Whatever it is, you're invited to whisper this intention or more than one to yourself in your mind. May I be, may I feel, and fill in the blank or blanks that make sense for you. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be safe and protected. May I find peace joy, strength. And if nothing is arising for you, 
There's no need to judge or criticize. Just stay with the breath. It'll come in its own timing. You're invited now to gently move awareness away from your intentions and allow awareness now to settle at the crown of the head, the top of the head. Just sense and feel what you're able here. Warmth, tingling, even a sense of non-feeling. See if you can just allow the crown of the head to be at ease, to be just as it is, not trying to force anything to happen. Breath by breath, drawing awareness down as we begin to notice the forehead, the brow. What are you able to sense and feel here? Again, be curious. If possible, allow the forehead to be smooth without trying to make it that way. Just let it be. In the space of the forehead, you're invited to bring awareness down as we begin to notice the eyes, the eyelids. You might even imagine the eyes are like orbs floating in water letting them be. Bring attention now to the nose, sensing what you can hear, maybe even the breath touching the nose. Moving awareness gently now as we notice the cheeks. And to expand our awareness to include the oval of the face, the skin of the face. Letting the skin of the face be just as it is. If you're able, allow the face to be expressionless. If you wish, unhinge the jaw, allowing the muscles of the jaw to relax as best they can without forcing. Gently bringing awareness now to the tongue, noticing the tongue from the tip all the way to its base, seeing if you can allow it to relax. Noticing everything around the tongue to include the roof of the mouth, the teeth, place right underneath the tongue, gums. Being curious, what can you sense? What can you feel? Letting it all be. Gently, kindly now bringing awareness up to the space of the temples. Sense and feel what you're able to hear. Letting them be. And if you wish, you may want to take 
the fingers on the right hand and the left hand, just the first two fingers, and begin to just massage the temples just gently, noticing the sensation. What do you experience? What do you notice when you do this? If you are, that's okay. If you're not, that's okay. Just for another moment. And then be mindful as you allow the hands to come back down into a resting position. Letting the attention settle at the temples and slowly work along the sides of the head so that we become aware of the sides of the head, sensing and feeling what we're able here. Letting be. Breath by breath, you're invited now to place awareness at the back of the head. Notice what you can hear. Letting the back of the head be. See if it's possible now to notice the distance from the back of your head to your forehead. Is it possible to sense the distance from the right ear to the left ear? Can you sense the alive space of the mind? Noticing. Letting the mind be just as it is. Let's take a moment to just observe the mind, perhaps noticing if there are any thoughts present. Maybe notice how quickly thoughts are coming, or perhaps you go looking for thoughts and don't find any. Remembering there is no right or wrong experience. We're just observing the mind for a moment. Letting be. Breath by breath, drawing awareness down into the space of the throat. Right inside the throat and see if you can imagine your awareness living right inside the throat and slowly expanding in all directions to include the neck as a whole. The cylinder that supports the head. Letting it be. Breath by breath, you're invited to place awareness now inside the shoulders. See if you can sense and feel the shoulders from the inside out. Letting be. Imagine the shoulders are turning from ice to water. Becoming more fluid, flexible, letting them drop a bit, if they will, without forcing. And then imagining that the water is evaporating to gas as they become even lighter, letting the shoulders be.
breath by breath. You're invited to allow awareness now to settle in the space of the hands. Just notice the hands, how they're resting, where they're at. You may choose to reposition them to a place that is more comfortable for you, or perhaps they just stay right where they are. See if you can allow your awareness to penetrate the hands, to come right inside and to feel them from the inside out. Noticing fingers, knuckles, palms. Noticing the aliveness that you can detect right here in the space of the hands. Letting them be. And gently, kindly, bringing awareness back to the breath, this familiar breath, just watching it flow in and out. You may even expand awareness to include the body sitting here, lying here, breathing, Noticing the subtle movements that take place as you breathe in and out. Perhaps noticing the chest rise as you breathe in. Noticing the chest fall as you breathe out. Noticing the belly rise as you breathe in and fall as you breathe out. I'd like to invite you now to shift your awareness to just listening as I share this poem by John O'Donohue. He writes, When you lose someone you love, your life becomes strange. The ground beneath you becomes fragile. Your thoughts make your eyes unsure. And some dead echo drags your voice down where words have no confidence. Your heart has grown heavy with loss. And though this loss has wounded others too, no one knows what has been taken from you. When the silence of absence deepens, flickers of guilt kindle regret for all that was left unsaid or undone. There are days when you wake up happy, again inside the fullness of life until the moment breaks and you're thrown back onto the black tide of loss. Days when you have heart back, you are able to function well until in the middle of work or encounter suddenly with no warning, you are ambushed by grief. It becomes hard to trust yourself. All you can depend on now is that sorrow will remain faithful to itself. More than you, it knows its way, and you will find the right time to pull and pull the rope of grief until the coiled hill of tears has reduced to its last drop. Gradually, you will learn acquaintance with the invisible from form of your departed, and when the work of grief is done, the wound of loss will heal and you will have learned to wean your eyes from the gap in the air and be able to enter the hearth in your soul where your loved one has awaited your return 
all the time. You're invited now to gently, kindly bring your eyes open to the space that you're in. Let your senses be awake and proceed with present moment awareness. If you are enjoying this podcast, please do me a favor and subscribe. Leave a review. By doing this, more people will become aware of the benefits of mindfulness. I so appreciate you all tuning in. Until next time.